welcome to the Meditation Conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and I'm joined today by Dr. Pat Vallone. She's a certified functional medicine practitioner, a coach, chiropractor, speaker, and author of Why Are You Sick, Fat, and Tired? Dr. Pat makes sense of complex and challenging situations, whether it's mind, body, or soul. She finds simpler and better ways to get you unstuck and more productive, faster, with measurable results. And she's helped thousands of people over the last 35-plus years adapt their lifestyle and help focus on the whole person to overcome chronic problems. And she helps people find out the why and the cause of their problem by identifying the starting point and help them come into a longer, better, and healthier life. She's the founder and principal of of Ask Dr. Pat Health Team Network, a company dedicated to skyrocketing your health, lifestyle, and mindset with strategies and programs that make sense and help you age gracefully, think, move, and feel better, and live longer and happier. So who doesn't want that? So welcome, Dr. Pat. What a beautiful blessing to have you here today. I'm so happy to be here. Definitely. This is the, I've been looking forward to today very much. Oh, wonderful. Me too. And and I'm so excited to discuss functional medicine here on the podcast. It's I, I shared with you, we've connected once before, and um, I had shared that that was something that I was kind of putting out there in the universe. Like, I really want to explore functional medicine, and I was kind of just ready to uh, invite the listeners in on that in case it's something new. And so I'm not an expert on functional medicine. I have seen a f- functional medicine practitioner and I love the, um, I love this, this solution for health. Um, but I, I want to invite you first to explain what functional medicine is in case it's a new area. And, and I'll quickly offer my own interpretation and we can kind of go from there. Because again, I could be wrong. <laughs> you could be dead right, too. <laughs> but how I see it is like guiding your body into wholeness. So it's kind of, from my perspective, it's kind of like what minerals and vitamins are you deficient in or what toxins are in your body and your environment, what's going on in your mental arena. And it's kind of like this holistic um completeness of the body and how all the systems work together rather than a more traditional Western approach, which kind of focuses on a system independently and doesn't think about how that connects to other systems within the body. Um, How would you describe functional medicine? Well, I think you first have to go back to the definition, the traditional def- definition of uh, health, which is which states something like this, like in the in Webster's dictionary. Um, you know, it's a state of wholeness. You know, where all the organs in, uh, are functioning at one hundred percent of the time, mm. and so it's a state of well-being. So it's different for everybody. If you ask somebody what health is, you know, you might get like, oh, I want to be able to play golf, or um, I might want to I want to run you know, or I want to play with my grandkids, you know, and not be tired after an hour. Yeah. And, um, and for them, not only them to have to take a nap, because I have to take a nap, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So it's, it's, and so in the idea is, is that on what's bad about that definition is that it doesn't take in, you know, that what's going on below the surface or what's submerged below the surface. Whereas in functional medicine, it's kind of like, you know, I want to get to L.A., you know, I'm going to take a flight. I'm going to go to LA from Boston and I want to get there in time for dinner. So what time do I have to leave? So you've got to go, you start at the end and you kind of work forward, you know, about how to, how to get there. So in functional medicine, it's a very individualized, bioidentical approach to looking at somebody, mind, body, soul, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and socially, you know, and putting those pieces of the puzzle together, looking at what, where the piece is missing and then discovering what that piece is and then fortifying that piece, which would relate to an organ system. 
because, you know, because all you mentioned, you know, Western medicine only approaches like one organ system at a time. And in a functional lifestyle medicine approach, you're looking at all 11 organ systems, which I represented in my book called Why Are You Sick, Fat, and Tired? Um, and it looks at them in depth and it looks at them how they relate to each other, you know? And so because when in a Swiss watch, we all know, you know, if the brain controls and coordinates all functions of the body, then a Swiss watch is like your brain that has all the components in it. And when one of the components starts to slow down, then the other components will start to slow down also. Like for instance, if you have a digestive or a gut issue, it's going to affect your liver. You're going to detoxification system. It's going to affect your heart. It's going to affect your stomach, you know, because you're like, um, there's other parts of the stomach. So you have like your stomach, then you have a small intestine where all the magic happens and all the nutrients are absorbed. And then you have the large intestine where things start to collect to get rid of and all the toxins that are in there. So um, in that functional medicine approach, you know, it's that paradigm shift that the world is no longer flat and all of a sudden you realize that it's round and there's all these other components that are in there and it's like you're going wow it's like watching you know like polar express for the first time as a kid <laughs> you know it's like wow that's like look at the possibilities you know i can have health well into you know like into my 80s and 90s and you know there's you know the blue zone who really supports the centurions being you know and there's like five places in the, the world that are places where people naturally live to be over 100 and vibrantly you know and, and there's that blue yeah. zone it's called Blue Zone. They're trying to make um, Naples, Florida into a Blue Zone community. Really? Oh, they're, they're yeah. actively trying to do yeah. that. Because mm-hmm. with the other places that you're talking about, they just naturally are that. They've been there <laughs> a yeah. long time. Sardinia, Italy, uh-huh. you know. Oh, it's, uh, I love instance. Sardinia. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> We'll it's do it. Our, our next, our next, you know, podcast will be from there. Yes, I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> we can do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we can leave tonight. Yeah. Um, see you on the plane. Um, you know, but you know, the the whole thing is, is that you know, that like when you're looking at pieces of puzzle together, a lot of people look at one component, and which is not a really great thing to do. Like for instance, you know, aspirin is really great for the muscles. Excuse me. It's really great for the muscles. It's not great for blood vessels. And really? before they started telling people to take aspirin for your heart, you know, which is a muscle, you know, they didn't take into account the side effects of aspirin. They didn't know the side effects what aspirin would be till four or five, you know, many years later. So you know, it's just like taking aspirin. You can have a blowout in a blood vessel. You don't want that to happen in your brain. But the incidence of stroke from that moment on when they told people to do that, stroke was never the one of the top 10 issues in the United States for people dying or a, a disease. And it became one after they told people to take that, you know, oh, for the heart. Fascinating. And so if you're looking at that, and also like in 2004 on the front page of Time Magazine, they said, um, inflammation. Yeah. And then underneath it said the surprising, quote unquote, link to, you know, chronic illness and disease such as um, hypertension, obesity, um, heart disease, diabetes. So, you know, the, the, the piece about functional medicine when you're looking at someone, you know, like you can have five people in the family and your parents, your grandparents, one of them could have died from a stroke. The other one could have had, you know, cancer. Then you have your parents and one has heart disease and the other one has, you know, um, some cholesterol problem. And, um, and so it's just like, well, just because your parents had those things and they became a, um, a weak link in the system doesn't mean you're going to express them. We all know families that have, you know, that when they have those groups of people that they pan out that, you know, like there might be one person, you know, take my family, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, there's five of us. You know, I don't, you know, I am the baby and the spoiled brat and, <laughs> and the family and the outspoken one and the black sheep and all those things that apply to the last kid. And so, but my, my siblings have issues, health issues. Like, you know, my mother had diabetes that was induced based upon her diet. My brother, you know, is very, my brother has had issues with sugar 
And, you know, he has struggled to get that under control. And because of those that he's had circulation issues, you know, ever since I can remember, you know, and I haven't, you know, my other sisters, my, I have another sister who's like a lot healthier. We have five people who came from a component of, you know, my grandparents who had cancer. My grandmother lived to be 98 years old and her first ailment was when she was 91, where she had a heart attack. And she was very, very spicy. When she came to, she looked at that. She says, you are so good looking. You should take me out to eat. I mean, I am, I am a hungry. I'm hungry. I <laughs> you love know? it. And I don't like hospital food. And, you know, it's just like, <laughs> I really don't know if she's had other issues before. Like no one, you, you didn't talk about stuff like that in my mm. family. But my father had heart disease. He died of a heart attack, mm. you know. And so when I'm looking, it's just like, but do other people in my family have some of those issues? Well, you know, I tell people, if you eat exactly the way your family has always eaten, guess what? You are feeding, <laughs> you know, you are either promoting health when you're eating or you are feeding a disease or your disease, you know, like, you know, a, a process. It's like, if you have a garden, you've got to weed it. Mm-hmm. You've got to get the bad stuff out of there and you have to do it periodically. So, that's like the idea behind my book is like, where's, where's the weeds at? Let's get rid of the weeds yeah. so that you can prosper. You can be productive and you can have peace of mind and be healthy to boot. I mean, it's right. just like you can have all those pieces of the, the, those components like that. And so, you just really, you, you said something so profound there. I, I want to highlight it because we, we went right past it. But you said you're either feeding health and wellness I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but, or you're okay. feeding <laughs> disease and, you know, like a decline. That's so profound. And I it really was like, whoo, oh my goodness, you're so well, right. That's beautiful. Well, the one thing you have control over, you don't have control over much of anything anymore these days, but what you do have control over, you have control over what goes in your mouth. Mm-hmm. So on that note, going back to that, what I said, you're either feeding wellness and health or you're feeding a disease. Mm-hmm. And so if you want a disease to, if you have a weak genetic leak or something, then that's a great way to have that weak genetic link come up and express itself. Because you're and really you, feeding it. You're creating yeah, the environment and, that it, that is what thrives is the disease yeah. state. And then, and yeah. then you put yourself into crisis, mm-hmm. you know, but nobody ever in this country has ever taught people how to eat, how to pair foods, how to make it so that it's easy. I mean, simpler doesn't necessarily mean it's easy, but it means that it's doable. Mm-hmm. And you just got to be willing to pay attention and you have to be willing to do what it takes to be healthy. It's not hard. You can still eat food. Mm-hmm. You know, you might not want to eat certain foods because there's there, for some people, certain foods are very toxic for you, even though they're healthy. Oh, I mean, people wow. think, People think that avocados are healthy. I know of a particular instance where a colleague of mine was treating a woman and who went to a medical doctor for years. This is like, you know, the, like, uh, they call it the fireman, um, the fireman carpenter principle, where if you go to the doctors, they're hosing you down with medications. And then when they don't know what to do, they use an ax, you know, like the fireman ax, Mm-hmm. And, you know, to break through the windows and the doors because they don't know what else to do in order to put the fire out. Yeah. I mean, you can see that with like stomach acid and the Zantac and the Prilosec commercial. You know, Zantac, we all know now is being sued because it's a product that's caused a lot of cancer for people, stomach cancer. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, but back to that fireman carpenter principle, it's like, you know, when you are taking in things over a period of time, you have the potential to damage that one cell lining that's in the stomach. You know, so the, when you're um, thinking. What do, what do you call that? The biodome? Is that, that the biodome? No, you're, ta- the, you're talking about bio, uh, biomes, you know, oh, and you're okay. talking about, but the one cell lining is the lining where things get absorbed. So if you don't have the right enzymes and the right yet chemical, mm-hmm. you know, natural chemical, things that are already in your body, like bacteria, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, good bacteria, bad bacteria that are keeping things in balance. So they're breaking down your foods so that they can be absorbed in the right places. So when you don't have that and the walls damaged, then you have a gapping hole. Mm-hmm. When you have a gapping hole, large particles get through and get them to your blood, which sets you up for an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. you know, and an auto, like, you know, an auto response. And then those things have to go 
in your blood system and go all the way over to the liver because that's what the liver does is synthesize the blood, makes hormones, and you know, and it detox helps with the function of detoxification, does not detoxify itself. Um, so then it's supposed to take those toxins and put them in your intestinal tract. And if they're small enough, they go to the kidney to go to the bladder to get feed out, or you put them in the intestinal tract, like I just said, and you, they get pooped out, mm-hmm. you know? So, and the idea of that is supposed to happen. So when you eat the right kinds of foods that act as flypaper for those toxins, and if it's in your intestinal tract, then that's very cool. Mm-hmm. And if you, if it doesn't, what happens is when it hits your intestinal tract again, it gets bust through the wall goes back into your blood system, goes back to the liver. You know, this is like it's the catch 22 mm. and it goes in your liver. And then when the liver finally gets overwhelmed because it can't do it anymore, it's getting sluggish. It doesn't know how to, it, it's still trying to do its job so that I'm going to store that. And so that I can get back to it later. Mm. It's starting to procrastinate. And so then those toxins are hidden in your fat, brain, bone, and blood. Yeah, I've, I think I've heard when that, um, that one cell barrier breaks down, it ends up affecting the brain. Yes, it's, like, it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's called a tight junction. And mm-hmm. it's like those cells are compact. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're like epoxy glue in them. But when they get damaged, they open up. And when they do, then larger particles in a very simplistic form, you know, get their siphon um, into the blood system. And the blood's always going to go to be purified in the liver. And that mm. cycle just is repetitious. So if you have a lot of damage in your gut, you can see the gut, you know, I always say, fix your gut, you change your life, you know. And so with the 11 organ systems, you can see how that one component, when I look at someone's chart, um, because in the book, it's a book question. And so, and it's a guidebook, workbook, advocating tool. You answer those questions, you put them on a graph, you put those numbers on a graph and you highlight it out and you can see a pattern. Mm-hmm. And for people who have a harder time to see that pattern, I usually, I will spend, um, with anybody who does this, I make time, um, even on my days off to chat with people about like, you know, hey, this is what you got going on. This is what your health snapshot is now. If you were telling the truth and you took the time to answer the question, because if you want me to give you a direct, no, you know, no fluff, I don't do fluff anymore. I learned how to not do fluff after over 38 years of practice. And, um, you know, I, I want people to like get it you know, and I want them to realize they have an opportunity to do something about their health now, because if they wait till they're in crisis, sometimes it's too late. Yeah. And by the time that people like, oh, well, the cancer has spread now, Mm. you know, it's been there for a while, you know, and and so that's, that's a, that's a big problem. But I think I probably, you know, like answered, way answered everything, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, it's great though. But but I did, but I really want to hear about this avocado woman. What happened with the avocados? Oh, yeah. I, Sorry, I'm I got, one of those people I, who thinks they're so healthy, and I had a bunch yesterday. So <laughs> okay. Um, well, all right. Sorry, I got sidetracked when That's I started right. talking about you know firemen, the firemen. Yeah. Principle. Um, so what happened with the woman for 10 years, she went to go see this medical doctor and she kept on having bleeding in her stools. She kept mm-hmm. noticing blood in her stools and they couldn't figure out. They tried some alternatives and stuff. They tried some other things and they just didn't, they just couldn't get, because they were treating the symptom, not the root problem. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you have blood in your stool? Because it doesn't matter your diagnosis. The question is whether or not, why, what is it in my environment? What am I doing? Eating, thinking, feeling, you know, what is it that I'm doing that's causing the problem in the first place? And so that's what you've got to take a look at, you know, and you have to be very, um, you know, very, very, you know, like be like almost like a CSI detective. Mm-hmm. So in her case, at the very end of 10 years, the doctor said, you know, I've tried everything. I really don't know what else to do, you know, and you can't blame him because that's how Western medicine doctors are trained. They're trained to treat everybody all the same you know, and not looking at the bioindividuality of people. Right. Um, and so she, she said, we're going to have to give you a bag. And oh she said, I, I have six kids. Yeah. And she said, you know, and so the guy said to her, um, well, um, 
that's the only option that we have right now. And so he, she said like, well, you know, I don't, I don't think that's going to work. Can I swim? No. Can I play with my kids still? No. You know, and she said, I'm going to go talk to somebody else. And luckily she found this guy and started working with him. And what they did is they looked and did like an ELSA test for allergies for foods. And so you can take um, this, there's another company called Biome, you know, and go look at what foods that you should never, ever put in your mouth. One of her, the biggest food offenders for her was avocados. And she goes, oh my God, I love avocados. She stopped eating avocados. She changed her diet. And the next year when she had a colonoscopy, it was clean. Wow. And the gut is one of the easiest easiest organs to you know fix it's simpler it's not you know but you've got to start there because that's how your body gets the nutrition that needs to run on fuel mm. you know so and you also when you're looking at you know those kind of questions in the questionnaire you want to go to the right doctor I mean you want to go to the, the right fireman because the fireman principle they just hose everything down you would never call a dentist to come put the fire out at your house right he has a hose and an axe too you know but it's used for a very very different purpose so you have to go to the person who has the expertise in it and while you figure out what the root or what the cause of it is you got to take care of the primary symptoms Mm -hmm. and then you know but the first thing you've got to do you always have to like take a look at all the organ systems you have to look at how they're interrelated you know because they all work together and you've got to see where your weakest link is and you've got to go, what can I do to improve my weakest link? So it's no longer a high priority. It's a low priority. Right. You know? And, and so, and sometimes in doing things like that, people, you know, without, you know, the, the bonus is like, Oh, I lost five pounds while we were doing this program, you yeah. know, or I lost 10 pounds, you know, and um, I didn't realize I had that many toxins hanging out in my intestinal tract. Right. Well, and yeah. you talk about toxins and you talked about the liver and how it, you know, stores, um, how, how it works and all the functioning. And, um, it, it made me wonder about cleanses and your thoughts oh. about, I mean, I did a, a liver cleanse, um, a few months ago, and that was an interesting experience because it actually, the gall, it was a liver gallbladder. And so mm-hmm. it actually extracts stones um, uh-huh. through oh. it. So you can actually see what has been stored in the, I guess that would be the gallbladder that it, that those come the, from. The stone, right. Right. So but, you, get a, you get a gallbladder flush. It, yeah, it was both. It was like a, a well, they got, well, the gallbladder yeah. and the liver work together. So right. you, in order for the stones to get expulsed, you had to have something that made the liver create more bile because what the bile does, the bile, when people have GERD, for instance, the problem is, is that when they take something like, you know, Prilosec, Nexium, which are the same product, one's just right-handed, one's left-handed. That's what it's mm-hmm. called in chemistry. It's the configuration of what the chemical, where something specifically sits on that chemical that they say it's right-handed or it's left-handed, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, you know, a lot of times, um, you know, the, a good, like, you know, health hack for, like, you know, like uh, for digestion of fats and that type of thing is just using lemon. But in, or D, something that has D limone in it, like lemon with an E. Oh. Um, so, you know, that's like, you know, you have to take a look at that. But the point is, is that when you do a flush like that, you're purging. And it's not good to necessarily purge. Mm. I mean, if you're 20 years old, maybe it's okay. But if you're 50 years old and you're purging and doing that type of thing is not a cool thing to do. Mm. So the idea would be to tonify what the function of the liver and gallbladder first. But the function of the gallbladder, uh, what I was saying before, coats the stomach lining so that you don't have acid that burns through your gut. Mm. And so if the gallbladder isn't working, then you have to be like, you know, people say like, oh, I'm starting to get sensitivity to fats. Well, that just tells me that you're not metabolizing fats. If you're not metabolizing fats, you're not, you're not metabolizing carbohydrates. They go hand in hand. And so you have to go back and go like, well, why is that? What exactly are you eating? And how are you putting foods together and pairing them for your best and highest good, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and socially? Mm. That okay. part of me, that part for me is like, let's play a game. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun for me. I like waking up to those kind of puzzles, you know, they're like, mm-hmm. okay, so this is where you're at. Tell me what you like to eat. 
you know, and there sometimes it's important to take medical food to help support that while you're going through that process. So I have a 10 day and a 28 day, uh, you know, uh, it's called a, a clear, oh, I just just changed the name of it, but it's like a, a detoxification, but without the, de- like it does detox, but it does it in the relationship to how it helps the liver and gallbladder function better. So it does their job better while you're eating certain foods that act as flypaper for those toxins that are leaving your gut and get them out. So it improves, there's three, there's levels of detoxification. So the, the first two levels are the simple levels, but what I'm talking about where you've got to get rid of that stuff happens in the second detox level. Okay. And so with that, with those programs, they're more, um, you utilizing the, food itself so it's kind of maybe less of a cleanse yeah. no it's still and, a cleanse oh, okay it is very much so it's a cleanse it's a okay. it's a cleanse that tonifies and oh, it's not a cleanse that purges okay so explain so tell me maybe you explain that but I didn't hear the words tonify so tell me what you mean by tonify versus when you when you tonify an organ that's sluggish, you're helping it function closer to 100 percent of how it's supposed to instead of being at 60 percent Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So you're propping it up, I guess, yep. kind of. Yeah. So it's like, you know, Atlas Shrug. No, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, yeah. it's like, you know, you're, you're supporting the function of that organ in order so it could do it. So whatever it does, it, it does what it's supposed to do. It does better. Okay. So the, you know, and the thing that's important about detoxifications, and I'm wondering if you did this or not, you know, you have to know what your um, gut is doing. Because if you detox and you're putting all those toxins into your gut and your gut can't handle it, they're just going to get absorbed again and go back to the liver. And that's where I was talking about the liver gets overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And then at some point in time, it will put those toxins into your weakest link. For some people, it could be prostate. For some women, it could be the uterus. It could be the, they like fatty tissue. Mm -hmm. It likes fat. So in in every fat cell in your body is an endocrine organ, you know, Mm -hmm. so you've got, you know, you have a lot of toxicity in your body that you're trying to like, you know, and and you don't, I don't ever believe you should punish yourself. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think you should, t- you know, treat yourself as a sanctuary that you are, you know, and kind of go like, okay, so can I do something for 10 days? Sure. But you first have to, might have to fix the gut, mm-hmm. you know, before you can get to that point of being able to do that uh, cleanse. And that's what I help people with a lot is to like, let's get things rolling first. Do you utilize like many herbs or supplements or vitamins, or is it really focused on food? Well, food is medicine. So, but so that, that's what I said, like when you're doing that program, you've got to have, be eating the right kinds of foods. So that you're, it acts like flypaper to get those toxins out of your system. And the most foods that people like, it's all the cruciferous vegetables, mm-hmm. you know, but, and it's putting and making recipes that make, you know, that you kind of want, actually want to eat. Mm-hmm. And, um, but there's also some medical food that helps that process go faster, you know? Okay. So when I'm helping people make sense of those challenging situations, convoluted, confusing situations, you know, I offer a better, simpler way that's faster so that they can get unstuck, move forward and get the results that they want. Okay. So, okay. But you got to start with basics. You got like, you know, when crap hits the fan, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have seen this since March of last year, when crap hits the fan, you got to go to basics. You got to go back down. Like, so what's really going on, mm-hmm. identify that. And then going, this is the other stuff that's going on. What, out of that, which is the biggest monster to tackle first? Right. Because you want to take a look at what the problem is and what the, you know, where the root's at. And then you want to like, you know, like, let's ease some of these symptoms up so you don't feel like you're being punished right. <laughs> again and again and again. But right. if you keep on eating really crappy food, you know, then you're going, you're punishing yourself. You're not, you're not enhancing yourself. Right. You're, well, and, and so you are, I mean, in that example, you're focusing on somebody who has like a, a problem that they're you identifying. Have to have a problem. Yeah. One I mean, of the things with your book is that, okay, there are a lot of silent things going on as well, mm-hmm. right? right? So how mm-hmm. do you identify? So if people are looking for optimal health or they're just, they're not even really sure what's wrong, but they're, they're, they can tell that they're not in balance. 
Um, well, that's another approach with this, right? Or another. A, a woman who was in my business group um, when I went to go publish this book in 2019, mm-hmm. um, the, she said, and I was asking for support in my group. She said, and, and she was, <laughs> if she ever writes a book, I'm not buying her book. Um, <laughs> but if she, you know, she said, I'm not fat. Because the title of the book is why, dot, 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 are you sick, fat, and tired? So you can have one or a couple of those things. So you might know if you're tired. Mm-hmm. You know, you know if you're tired. When you're tired, you go lay down, you take a nap, you go to sleep. You know, but you don't know. You know, or, and fat, you know, you know if you're fat. You can look in the mirror. You can say, my, like, you know, especially since last year, so many people have gained weight. Um, and, but people have kept it off too, because they exercise. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but you have to know, like, you know, and also if you're skinny, 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 we also have people that we know that have had, you know, their annual physicals and they die five days later, mm-hmm. you know, of a heart attack and they were thin. He was the picture of health. We don't know what happened. He had a sudden heart attack, you know, so obviously something was going on below the surface. Mm-hmm. So, but you don't know if you're sick. Sick takes a while to show up. And as people have symptoms that I call Grim Reaper syndrome, like floaters, which are not necessarily a deadly uh, thing, but it's something that you didn't have when you were younger. And doctors just say, explain that a little bit, just in case. I will. Okay. (laughs) Um, And so like doctor, it makes the the hair in the back of my neck stand up. It says, because doctors will say it's age related. Well, I didn't have it when I was 20. So how how do you get floaters? Some of them are dark which in Chinese medicine, they relate back to kidney function. And some of them are clear, which they relate to liver, mm-hmm. you know? So, and sometimes you just have like a zigzag line that just kind of floats over. And this is <laughs> in the vision. So you're, this is in, the, this right, is in your so, eye. Cause I've had migraines before years ago and they were like, are they floaters? But I wasn't sure what that was at the time, but it's just mm-hmm. like, it, it appears in your vision and it's like a uh, an obstruction, but it's kind of floating around. So migraines have a tendency in Chinese medicine, they always relate that back to liver function of mm. some sort. Doesn't mean you have a bad liver. It just means that there's, um, there's an issue with, you know, having that migraine. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have, and also it relates back to food too. So it's that, but you know, is the liver in Chinese medicine, the diagnosis would be that the liver would be invading the stomach, you mm. know, or would be invading the spleen. And then the heat from that, because a lot of times when people have migraines, it's metabolic, which means it's in the gut, you know, that heat surges to the head and that's where you get the headache, mm. you know, and also the, all the gallbladder meridians are on like the, you know, the, they start at the side of your face mm-hmm. and right by your eye and then they go up on top of your head then they come back to your head and then they go all the way down to your third toe oh, wow. on both sides. So you can have, you know, those issues with like that type of thing. Hmm. Interesting. It does. Yeah. And, and, and I, I was just relating it back to the floaters in case anybody wasn't sure what that was, but it is a visual. Well, you, mean, you know, right? so other grim reaper kind of syndromes are like stool. Stools are supposed to be everybody. You want to find out, you know, if you're digesting your food, look at your stools. Like if you're eating corn, which I don't suggest anybody to eat unless it's organic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can see pieces of food. You're not digesting that food. Mm-hmm. If you want to know that if you're taking supplements and you want to know if your supplements are good for you, you know, or you're at least digesting them, mm-hmm. you know, put that one supplement in a little glass of vinegar, white vinegar, not cider, white vinegar. And if it doesn't break down in 20 minutes, you're not digesting it. You're wasting mm-hmm. your money. Wow. You know, on that particular supplement, you might need a different brand that has a More better quality. Or... Um, and so sometimes, you know, buying cheap is not like you're like, you know, you're, you're not even taking them. Yeah. When I was in school, I had one of my test x-rays was looking at an x-ray, an A to P of this person's gut, you know, and I was saying to my partner, I said, what do you think those white bats are? And the, I didn't realize the clinic director was behind me. <laughs> and he said to me, what do you think those white dots are? And I said, well, they look like vitamins to me. I mean, like they're like pills of some sort. And he goes, that's exactly what they are. And he walked away. He goes, and he just took the slide out. And he goes, you're done. You can go. <laughs> I just felt like, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, that's why buying, you know, supplementation that's, you know, that's higher quality, 
you know, and that is physician recommended. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times it's a lot better, especially a physician who has an understanding of, uh, of like functional lifestyle medicine, mm-hmm. because our approach would be um, definitely, uh, you know, like, and, and what's best for you? Just because I take vitamin B12 doesn't mean you need vitamin B12. Yeah. You know, you can't make that assumption by something that you read, right. you know, and or, and I don't recommend for people to take melatonin, um, you know, unless it's really supervised um, because melatonin naturally occurs like in your sleep cycle between one to four o'clock in the morning. You know, so if you don't get that enough sleep and you don't get that, you know, that revitalize, restore and repair mode handle in your sleep cycle, which is the third and fourth, especially the fourth, that's where the magic fat, um, you know, for that, those three R's, you know, then what happens is that you don't get enough melatonin. So you start having sleep issues that are start to become repetitive. You know, and so, you know, you have to take a look at that. you got to take a look at, you know, I have a bunch of hacks for people to help them sleep. Bunch. Mm-hmm. I just got done giving two. Um, I finished my course that I was teaching called uh, Stronger Than Medicine. Um, my beta course is going to be relaunched again in probably, um, I'm saying March, but it's probably going to be in, in April um, where that will be the full course. Um, but it helps people really focus on like, what can I do? to be stronger than medicine. It's like being like, you know, Wonder Woman, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, and, and putting all the pieces of the pie together so that you, when you step forward, walking into your health and the rest of your life, you're stepping forward with knowledge because knowledge is powerful, but it's only as powerful as what you can stack it and know what your next step is, you know, and having someone to go to, to ask that question. You got to be your own guru, but you also know when you're being your own guru, you've got to be able to go out and you have to be able to ask the right person the question. And if they don't give you the answer, I mean, I always give people, I advocate for people all the time. So if, if, you know, when I give people questions to ask their doctor, I said, if he doesn't answer these top three questions so that you understand them in your language, find a different doctor. You know, and there's also another thing to consider too, is like, why do people get sick? You know, and if people get sick, if there's, you know, inflammation is the big thing. We talked about that in Time Magazine, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, it's going to go to your weakest link organs. You, people don't know what their weakest link organ, but answering the questions in my book, Why You're Sick, Back and Tired, it'll give them a really good idea of what it is, right. you know? And so you've got to know that, you know, and you also have to realize that nine out of 10 children when they're born have some type of cervical damage from the birthing process. You know, that's why you go see the chiropractor. That's why you go to someone who's a biomechanical specialist, you know, and then you've got to take a look at how much toxins are in your food, because when you're eating toxins, it can affect the function long-term and short-term. It can affect how you, um, you know, feel like your ability to sleep, you know, and it can like, and how you combine those foods. So you got to look at toxins, like from the cleaning products that you use, the air that you breathe, the water you drink, the um, thing, the cleaners that you use inside your house. Mm-hmm. You know, Glade air fresheners are carcinogenic. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just like, that's, you know, I have seen that, you know, there. if you look at what the ingredients are in there and look up the side effects of those ingredients, you would never use them. There's right. a cool app called Think Dirty. Yes. And that app you can use and, you know, for... A majority of things, when it doesn't have an item in there, submit the items so they can do the research, mm-hmm. you know, so you can help other people. It's a way to give back. Yeah. Um, I love that because it's color coded as well. So yeah. it's really easy to it's use. Like red cosmetics good, and yeah. Red's not a good thing. Well, if you can't yeah. eat your cosmetics, you shouldn't put them on your face. Mm-hmm. 65% of what you have, you know, for your skin, you know, 65 what you 65% of what you put on your skin gets absorbed mm. and then it has to go to the liver to be processed. And if there's toxins in that, those things, you know, that you put on your skin, then it's going to be, and your body can't handle it. Those toxins are going to be stored in blood, brain, bone, and fat. Who wants that? Right. It's like, it's like that vicious, like, you know, catch 22 cycle. Right. Right. Well, let's go back to the the Grim Reaper thing because I kind of, oh. uh, <laughs> I, I kind of got you off track, but, um, but I think that's really important that it, there are these these kind of silent things that are that are are really important. You gave a great example of you know these the people who are so healthy, and we've seen that a lot. I mean, there have been a lot of anecdotal at least um, stories from 2020 where it was like, wow, you know, this person was so healthy, and then 
Um, Bang. So, yeah, right. So they have a cytokine storm. Mm-hmm. So they always say that people die of COVID. Mm-hmm. And we really don't know the numbers truly of who died from COVID or not because the statistics from the beginning, they changed, you know, how they counted, what they counted. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is that COVID is a virus. It's not a disease. Mm-hmm. And so what the disease is, is how you respond to COVID. Mm-hmm. So if you have a strong immune system, let's say you're happy, dory, going along life, blah, blah, blah. And you have because of things that you ate or because which affect your blood sugar or affect your, you know, like your adrenals for stress, you're under a lot of stress or affect how they affect your uh, feminine or male hormones, you know? And so things have been out of flux for a while, but you kind of like you've had stuff, like you ask your family, I'm 40 now, you know, I'm kind of feeling like I'm getting like nauseous every time I eat. Oh, don't worry. That happens when you're 40. And then you kind of go, then you dismiss it because you heard the words that you wanted to hear. And, you know, and, and then you kind of go along. And then a couple of years later, you know, you still have it and you get a and you get some type of med for gastric distress. And the next thing you know, you get another one to cover up the symptoms, the side symptoms from that. And pretty soon you're taking three or four um you know, prescription drugs that you don't really know why you took the first one to begin with. And whatever's going on from the first time, you kind of feel like it's not happening anymore, but he tells you to take it just in case, Mm, you know, and there's so many, when you listen to TV and you listen to them introduce a drug, do you notice how fast they talk Oh yeah, at the very end about like blah, 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 in death? Yeah. it's just like, because they don't want you to hear that. Yeah. So they're talking as fast as they can. So as your brain doesn't compute that, mm-hmm. you know, and your brain's always like, you know, there's three brains, right? One's your lizard brain. One's your uh, reactionary brain. One's your uh, rational brain. So when you put your lizard brain is the one that always says to you, um, you're always, that's your survival guy. You know, mm-hmm. that's like, you know, fight, flight, fornication, that whole spiel. And then you have the, you know, the feeling, the emotional one, you know, that the lizard brain says, hey, if you do this, you're going to suffer. I mean, if you, if you stop eating dairy, it's going to kill you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily the truth, but the lizard brain usually wins if you listen to it. Um, and it's the one that, you know, sometimes like, you know, if a lion's in front of you, you want that brain to be talking to you. Right. You know? yeah. But the emotional part of it, you know, it's just like, and then the rational brain, you know, is the one that says, and what you can use with the, the, to reprogram yourself, it talks to the um, rational, to the reactionary, and it tells the lizard brain to shut up, you know? And so the best time, that's why you do affirmations early in the morning and late at night and any other time, but for sure for those times, because you're more at peace in your brain. Mm. So if, when you want to have mindset shifts in your diet, in your health, you know, and that paradigm shift because, you know, how doctors have been treating like high blood pressure is not right. Mm-hmm. It's not a one size fits all. You've got to go back and have that conversation with yourself. So you become your guru and change that mindset. So like anything is possible right. and stop having self negative talk and stop bullying yourself. You know, I had a woman who had a big red patch on her leg you know, and she goes, what do you think this is from? I said, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, but I said, you know, red patches to me, if that, that wasn't there before, and you go back to the Grim Reaper thing, it's like something's happening below the surface that you got to pay attention to. So when we changed her diet, the red patch kept on getting smaller and smaller and smaller, you know, and when we looked at things for her, for her mindset, because health is, you know, nutrition, diet, which are two different things, but fall under the same umbrella, exercise, proper sleep, proper mental attitude or positive mental attitude and that mindset shift and a properly functioning nervous system, which is posture. When you mm-hmm. people have poor posture and they're hunched over forward, your rib cage is going into those organs that help you digest your food. Mm. <laughs> and so you don't want to have it happen. That's why sitting up straight and yeah. having good okay. posture. I'm, and then, I'm adjusting because uh, I was doing well, that. <laughs> the Grim Reaper thing is, you know, like, I mean, you can look at, you know, people have very smelly poops, mm-hmm. you know, in Chinese medicine, that's considered a, a lower stomach issue because by that time, the food is time to putrefy, you know, and it's just like, because your poop really shouldn't smell that bad. Mm. 
you know, and it should be well-formed and it should be brown, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, there's certain, you know, there's certain things that, you know, like when you pee first thing in the morning, it should be the most concentrated. It should actually be yellow, not clear. Mm. Wow. There's, thank you. That there's so much there. I just feel like we're, we're just getting so much. There's, um, there's one more thing. If you have a moment that I was curious sure. to get your, um, to get you to talk about is the, the mental paradigm shift. So in your book, you talk about the necessity of a mental paradigm shift and you, you've alluded to this, but, um, but I know, you know, listeners here will will be very interested in the mental as well. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there, you know, when, if I want to have a relationship, you know, I'm single right now. If I want to have a relationship and, um, and in my soul, that's what I really want. I will have one. Mm-hmm. If I want to be healthy, you know, and I want my organs to function the way that they, God made them to function. I mean, everything in your body is perfectly in, in its place that it needs to be. It's not supposed to be taken out, you know? And so, you know, then everything would work. So you've got to take a look at on that, you know, on your, that mindset shift is you have to take a look at, you know, like, you know, and because when you're looking at Western medicine, it's its own box. So if you look at, you know, um, if you're going to create solutions that you need, sometimes you have to get up and walk out of your box and look for other solutions. Mm. And then the thing to really take a look at when you're doing that mindset shift is like, and you, and you have to go, like, does that make sense? Do not ask your best friend, and unless they're a physician who is in an industry that is alternative or is out of the box thinking. As if you ask another person who's in the same box, they're going to tell you, oh, no, that won't work. So in that mindset shift, you got to take a look at, you know, like, okay, am I willing to look out of the box? And you have to be willing to say, okay, so why don't I want to drink mucus? Like, I said, I said that backwards. Why don't I want to drink milk? Um, it's because milk has mucus in it. And if it has mucus in it, it has blood. You just don't see it. Mm. You know, so, you know, and looking at like, you know, buying quantity, you know, it's not good over buying quality. It's better to buy quality than quantity. So when you're doing that mindset, it's just like, what is it? What, what is important to me? in order to step out of the box. And if your health matters, if your kids matter, if your grandchildren matter, you know, and your parents and your best friend, your dog and your cat, whoever it is matter, then you definitely need to put the box away and you need to step out and like look at questions and research. I mean, there's so many things that are being censored, like even on Facebook. And so you've got to always do your own research. You cannot rely on something that you read someplace, you know, so if if a subject matter really entertains you, then, you know, but then like, you know, sit, take, make some tea, you know, and sit down and and take a look at it. But you've got to have the mindset. And then you, every time that you have a win, you know, I tell people that a lot of people have heard about tapping. All you got to do is just tap yourself on your shoulder. You know, just like, you know, and give yourself praise, like celebrate every success that you have. Yeah. Well, I love what you're saying about, about like the box of Western medicine. And, and I think that that just goes, you know, you can expand that into life where all of this, you know, this is, we're focused on your health. And I love that you have the focus not only on the physical health, but you're seeing it as this stack of you know, emotional and social and spiritual and mental, along with the physical health. But for everything that we're doing, it, it you know, the more, the deeper you get into meditation, for example, you're really allowing yourself to get into more of an expanded view of life, of consciousness, of possibilities. And so this is another facet of that expansion where it's going, um, okay, this is how I've understood everything. This is how I've been brought up. This is what everybody around me is saying. This is what the commercials are telling me. And, you know, the media is telling me and it fits into this box. 
and it has these parameters and anything that doesn't fit in that box isn't true. And then as we kind of become curious and we come become uh, more expansive in our consciousness, we start to realize how limited we are in our thinking and what what we have access to, you know, from like a mainstream perspective or or whatever that well, is. Mainstream media is incredibly manipulative, mm. you know, and because they want you to watch their station. You know, you have to take a look at like what what is the purpose? Mm-hmm. Who wins? Yeah. It's always a good question. By this information that you're disseminating right now, what is the message that you're really delivering? Mm-hmm. You know, is it fear? You know, fear squalters your health, you know, and See. fear is exhaust, exhaustive. So if you are in a state of fear, you are not functioning at 100%. And mm-hmm. fear many times false experiences appearing real. Um, you, you've got to, like, you know, I keep on asking yourself common sense questions. Does this make sense? Right. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Does it make sense to wash your hand? Absolutely. Florence Nightingale was a, like, um, she's a hero. Right. If it wasn't for her, we probably wouldn't have the population problem that we have. She's, <laughs> she's, she was telling doctors to wash your hands between delivering babies and the birth rate and the survival of giving birth went shot straight up. It's just like sanitation is huge. You know, being hydrated is huge. Eating incredibly well, getting sugar out of your diet, period. Yeah. You know, it is hidden in so many foods, but adding it to like, you know, your cereal, your cereal is a carbohydrate. It's already a sugar, yeah. you know, and if you look at like the proteins, fats and carbohydrates on the back of a container, they should be pretty, they should be balanced out and they don't. Yeah. I mean, if you're having low fat organic yogurt, that means it's altered. As soon as you see the word low fat or no, never buy no fat, that's mm-hmm. stuff crap. And, you know, if you're drinking Coca-Cola, don't. It's crap. Um, There's asperitine. Asperitine is linked to um, MS and other chronic illnesses and disease, fatty degenerative diseases. Mm. You know, it's just like there's a bunch of them out there. And they happen with the advent of like Duncan Hines making instant cake. I mean, this that all that stuff came around at the same time. Mm. And the guy who told everybody, don't eat fat, you've got to have fat. Your brain needs fat. Yeah, you know, it's and you've got to have fat kinds. in order. Yeah. You have to have fat in order to lose weight. Isn't that you know? interesting? And, you know, and you have to stop having that stupid. <laughs> like, like, sorry, I'm sorry. Um, you have to add, get rid of the like the uh, the natural sweeteners. Mm-hmm. I don't even like stevia. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just like if you're gonna use something. You know, or if like if you're gonna use something, use it. And if you're gonna send send well, don't send cheap. Yeah. Um, but don't do it all the time. Right. Yeah. You know, and so, and then be mindful. It's just like, does this, how do I feel after this meal? If you don't yeah. feel good. Oh, that's so then, important. Yeah. Your body you is know, giving you signals. Well, so here's yeah. the other thing for people who have allergies. You can eat something. You could have an avocado today and not have a reaction to it till three or four days later. Well, that's so, fascinating. So, cause you yeah. wouldn't know. You don't, food allergies don't happen necessarily. When you see a food allergy happen right away, you're talking, that's a big problem. Mm -hmm. But most people have reactions to food, you know? And so if you find a food causes, if you have stomach pain after you eat something, don't eat it ever again. So, So, wow, we've talked about so much stuff. I know, (laughs) I know. Thank you so much. And I highly encourage people to check out Why Are You Sick, Fat, and Tired?, by Dr. Pat Ballone. And uh, and you mentioned also a course that's coming up yeah, in April. That's coming up coming up in April called Why um, Stronger Than Medicine. Okay. And um, this is for individuals or practitioners? This is for individuals. Okay. It could be for practice. I mean, individuals who are practitioners. I mean, right. it could be for anybody. But it's not necessarily wants- for somebody who is going to go and use it with clients. It's for everybody. Well, they could go use, they could hire me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to go, right. use, go use that with clients. <laughs> but, you know, but the idea would be in like, and depending upon the situation, um, you know, I have for people who want to take that course and want people to do it as a group, mm. you know, um, that's a possibility of, you know, being able to do, because the next time I do that, it will I'd be offered as a group. They should reach out to me. I can, um, the, you know, and talk to me about the course 
you know, because it covers a lot of things that I do in my coaching, mm-hmm. but it's more concentric. It's in a shorter period of time. My programs are three, six, and 12 months. Okay. You know, and most people opt in for the six or the 12 month. They don't do three anymore. Mm. There's so much information. I mean, just from today. I know. Okay, there's, there's so much information just yeah. from today that right. you go over. You just can't go like, you know, did you synthesize all that? No. I mean, right. it, takes, mm-hmm. it takes time and it needs to be chunked down. Yeah. You know, absolutely. in order for it so it's digestible. And for the average person, if you go to take a supplement and you're not feeling any better two or three months later, you need to call me. Because something else is going on. And that's why you buy the book, Why Are You Sick, Fat, and Tired? Because it act, will act as your guidebook. You would never go to Morocco or someplace and not have a guide, yeah. right? And, you know, it acts as a workbook because it has those questions that you pointed out. And it also acts as an advocating tool. So there's no doctor. I mean, I have a lot of doctor, um, you know, recommendations in this book. You know, and I've been told by more than one. So it's like, I'm, I really find it very hard to find where you might have missed something Mm. you know and what I found from people's um you know who gave me feedback was that you know my doctor never asked me those questions yeah you know and so it's just like you know so I highly recommend you know it's a simple book it's not like you know rocket science you know it's just like it's it's very accessible yeah yeah, it's very sensible it makes sense of a if you're of your situation, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, and it stacks it for you. So you can see, this is where I need help at anything that's right. a high priority, moderate priority heading up. I mean, people look at blood work. This is going to be my last health hack. Cause I've got a, another show I got to, um, mm-hmm. to get prepped for. And you really got me really wound up. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the thing is, is that with, um, you know, and people taking a look at like what they have going, a lot of times people have, you know, they, they give people diagnoses like chronic fatigue or, you know, um, you know, like obesity is a diagnosis now. Mm-hmm. And so people would call me up and they would say, so what can you do for obesity or what can you do for chronic fatigue or myofibralgia? And I said, you didn't read the book, mm-hmm. read the book and then ask me that question. And because what it does is it simplifies it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I, and it doesn't matter what the diagnosis is. What matters is, is what you're doing in your environment. Right. You know, and, and the such. And it's matter what your thoughts, because thoughts can undo anything. When people are ruminating and they, you know, you can't sleep at night, write the thought down mm-hmm. and give yourself permission to go to sleep. I mean, yeah, there's that, you know, and, but I, you know, implore anybody who has any questions, you know, get the book. Because you can take this book up at any time during the year. Mm-hmm. You know, on January, it's great to be able to make New Year's resolutions about your health that you know you can actually reach. Yeah. As opposed to guessing. I don't guess. Mm-hmm. I test. And this is the first test that people can get a very specific idea on. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, you don't want to keep on going back to the garage and them telling you like, hey, lady, the tire's low on air. Yeah. You know, and you're going, why don't you just fix the damn tire so I don't have to come back? right right <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah you know and and, and you talked about meditation before like the and just to support that meditation can change so many things health-wise mm-hmm. but one of the things that meditation does is it helps it, it gives you the mindset and it gives you the base of where to function from mm-hmm. you know and so like that's why I like binaural beats to go to sleep but you know binaural beats to me is very soothing and there's different frequencies that work on different levels that help your brain those three brains mm-hmm. you know to quell that's the lizard brain which you only want in case you're endangered with a saber-tooth right. tiger yes you know and then the other two to continue to communicate so it makes sense and you can move forward and mm-hmm. you can live longer better healthier and happier beautiful well, thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time today. And um, again, Dr. Pat's book is Why Are You Sick, Fat, and Tired? And um, so what a blessing to have you here. Thank you so much. And uh, hope to speak to you again another yeah. time. Um, I'm going to presume you're going to have show notes like for yeah. my how to get mm-hmm. a hold of me, you know, yeah. and all that stuff like that. So people can look that way. Absolutely. Um, you know, healthteamnetwork.com works to find me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm on LinkedIn for anybody who's on LinkedIn. I have a pretty big presence on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, and I love helping people. It's one of my goals is, you know, and 
one of my missions is to help people have better information so that they can make an educated decision about how healthy they really want to be and then give them the tools so that they can step into that wellness. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for listening. Please feel free to share this episode. If Dr. Pat has resonated with you, she's been so uh, generous with her amazing knowledge. So um, I'm sure that her messages resonated with you and perhaps it can resonate with others in your life as well. And please be sure to check out her book, Why Are You Sick, Fat, and Tired? And you can rate and review the Meditation Conversation podcast if you're an Apple user. I always appreciate your support with that. So thank you again for listening, and I look forward to the next Meditation Conversation. Conversation.